This episode of Detroit Grouty Radio is brought to you by Persistent Productions, your complete video production company. Visit them on the web at www.persistentproductions.net. The views expressed in the following show are for entertainment purposes only. They do not reflect the opinions of Grouty Entertainment, its parent company, or any of its affiliates. Hey everybody, welcome to Detroit Rowdy Radio, podcast number 113. It is day 1704 in the search for Tim Shevelday. We are here with Goof Juice to my right, Lickless across from me, Tim as always on the board, and our special guest, Todd Stoney from the band Looking Back. Hey, thanks. His uh, band members, Dan Warren, Cliff Bearer, Eric Cott, Kirk Nelson, and Lonnie Fletcher are also the, uh, or I should say, are the other members of Looking Back, but Todd's here to talk with us tonight about uh, Looking Back. Anything you want to say real quick before we get to the uh, hardcore questioning, before we start grilling you with questions? I like to say hello to my daughter, Kaylee. I'm sure she's watching, so watch your language. I am glad you said that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to do that. (coughs) But it's her bedtime. She should be going to bed really soon. So please, stay up too late. (laughs) And now follows 16 minutes of silence. (laughs) We don't know what to say. How am I going to do this? Uh, What the? I mean, I... (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, looking back is a... Are you guys... 100% 100% a Bob Seger cover band. 100% pure Bob Seger tribute. Yeah, tribute. About a year ago, uh, a little more than a year ago now, I come up with an idea to, to put a Seger tribute band together after I failed to join a Pink Floyd tribute. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't quite make it for that one. Um, and so I had a friend of mine who was in a Bob Seger tribute, or, or Bob's band a long time ago, back before Chris Campbell joined him. And I thought my connection with uh, with Bob indirectly through Al uh, might work, and so it started me thinking. And so I I put an ad on Craigslist looking for musicians, and I got, I got a long list of them, and uh, you know people wanting to be in a Bob Seger tribute band in this town. You know I, I knew it was gonna draw some interest, but I didn't know how much. But it's definitely you know. the town to be in one. Well, yeah, and and, and it's it's real strange to see. Uh, how many people came, and uh, and then things started falling apart. Uh, uh, you know, I was looking for that that singer. That's the hardest part of this sure. band. And I'm a drummer. I don't I don't sing. I don't even pretend to sing. And uh, you know, so at, at, and at some point, my bass player at that time, uh, Al, took his own life, and that sort oh, of I'm threw sorry. me back a couple months. Uh, and I started thinking about. You know, it still has a viable idea, so it took some time to recover from that. And and uh, with Al went my rehearsal studio, the bass player with the chops, the connection to Bob, and pretty much you Jeez. know everything. So I ended up uh, uh, tabling it for a little while, and I needed to still find that that singer. And uh, so I the only way I could do this is if I 
would drag these guys to a karaoke bar. I still <laughs> needed to hear people, sure, you know. Sure. And I had no place to really listen to them, so I figured if we go to a karaoke bar, then the, the music's there, the lyrics there, the lights are there, the people are there, it'd be a good test. And all seven of my finalists just bailed on me. So I had no singer whatsoever. <laughs> so I figured this, was, this wasn't this was going to happen, you know. And it was kind of disappointing. Then I got a phone call from Lonnie uh, two weeks after the deadline, pretty much after I, I, I sort of give up on the idea. And uh, his phone rings with a, a, a 619 area code. And I answered. I think it's a, it's a, ramp, it's a ramp deal <laughs> for him. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he says, uh, you know, yeah, I'm interested in singing uh, with your secret tribute. And I said, yeah, well, 619, where is that? He says, well, that's a, I said, that's a California uh, uh, area code. I says, how are you going to get to rehearsal? You got a private jet? I mean, what's going on? He goes, no, I'm in town. I, I used to live out there, but now I'm here. So, you know, so we started talking about the whole idea, and he never really, never give it a second thought because I told him, you know, that the key to this band is you don't have to look like Bob Seger <laughs> in order to make this thing work because we're all about the music, yeah. not about his image. You know, there's all the other Bob Seger tribute bands out there are all copying on his image. They're like the Beatles ones. Yeah. Or they all no, and then there's some exactly like them. Exactly. Or, but you're never really exactly that seems, like. That seems like a good call on your part. I, no, I've, yeah, exactly. I've seen some of these bands that. No matter how much you look like, like Bob Seger, you're not Bob Seger. So. Um, <laughs> and you never will be, no matter he how sure you grow your like beard. George Harrison. That's yeah. about all I can say about him. Well, the thing is with with uh, Bob, you know, which decade you pick his looks from, you know, because he spans mm-hmm. forty, you know, sure, forty years sure. plus, and there's, there's a lot of hits in there, and so I just figured let's just be true to the music and. And capture of you know get a voice that can actually deliver the notes in the original keys that has that charisma, you know, and those uh, little hiccups and grunts that Bob's famous for, you know, just bring make him Seeger-esque, but not try to make him Bob recreated, you know. So you know that took a lot of pressure off of him, and that made us unique in the whole uh, Bob Seeger tribute industry, if there is, and it's it's very you know there's not a lot of uh, Seeger tributes out there. And there's none in Detroit, so we figured oh, that's you know, it's a pretty good, pretty good idea. I thought. Huh. Absolutely. Uh, let's um, let's uh, plug the website. What's your website? Uh, tribute to uh, That is pretty much where all of all of our money has gone uh, right off the bat. You're gonna find a link to it on Grouty.com, of course, too. <coughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, but uh, you know the money we've made. I've, I've invested a lot of money into this uh, project before. I even got the first uh, musician to say, yeah, I'll audition. <laughs> but, but after we got the voice, uh, you know, the rest of the band sort of fell into place. Uh, uh, Cliff Bar- Bear, he, he was really the first guy who helped when the original bass player, you know, cashed out. Uh, he was there at the Kennedy's Jam Session up in uh, Waterford, and where I'd been going for a couple months prior to that, uh, and just hanging out and playing, get my chops back, because before then I had just been playing at church and, and doing, uh, you know, some stuff in the basement by myself. And, and so uh, so I was out to get my chops back together and met uh, Cliff, he's just a fantastic bass player. He's even a better guitar player than he's a bass player, and I'm just happy to have you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then uh, the rest of the guys uh, came along sort of one at a time. Uh, Eric showed up at that jam session at Kennedy's, and... and uh, blew his head off and just impressed the hell out of us you know so he was the perfect guy for the job 
and uh, he jumped at the chance. And so everybody's just sort of fallen into, into place, fallen into my lap right at the nick of time. It seems like all the planets are lining <laughs> up for me, and, and so far so good. We've had eight shows, and seven of them have been capacity crowds. Oh, cool. Very cool. Uh, well, four of them have been officially sold out. CSX has uh, embraced us pretty nicely. Uh, Alto Reed's played with us a couple times already out of eight shows. It's <laughs> good. Th it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. How cool is that? Meet the uh, saxophone player for Bob Seeker, of course. Here. Alto's a great guy. He's a very, very talented guy, too. Uh, and it's a funny thing. <laughs> our, our second time out of the basement, uh, we played for uh, Gary Graff and Tom Weichler. He's got a book called Traveling Man. And that's the, the story, the sort of the biography of, uh, in photographs of, of Bob's uh, career early on, back in the 70s. About 11 years time span, I think, they, they, he, this book covers. And uh, the book came out, and they invited us to come to the Memphis Smoke and basically be background music, you know, Bob Seeger book. and a lot of the silver bullets were there you know so our second show out of the basement here we are paying, <laughs> you know playing music that you know paying homage to the guys that are in the crowd I said, just gotta get through this guy yeah, you know, no kidding. <laughs> sort of a, you know all these tributes never get a chance to, to play for their heroes you know and here we are you know fresh green still wet behind the ears and, very cool and, you know, playing very. for our for our, our local music heroes it was which, which ones did you meet I stayed away. <laughs> I don't know about these guys. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm just happy to be here, and I didn't want to, you know, infringe on anybody's uh, time because it was more about uh, about those guys and the book and the, mm -hmm. you know, and so we just we're the background noise. We just stayed in the background, sort of stayed to ourselves. And Very cool. Yeah, it was something to remember. <laughs> We've gotten a lot better since then, and uh, Alto's played with us uh, at the Uptown Grill, where half of my band has sort of split off. And we call ourselves No Looking Back because we can use our logo, just a little circle and line through it, you know, <laughs> get a little double branding. And, uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and, uh, and so he came up to uh, one of the jam sessions, open jam sessions, on Wednesday night at Uptown Grill and, uh, and blew five songs with us, which surprised <laughs> the hell out of us. That's they turned awesome. out good. They're on YouTube, and you can connect through the Facebook page at uh, tributetoseeger.com. Cool. Take a Very look at cool. those. Uh, take that picture that video. Very cool, very cool. You mentioned Chris Campbell earlier. My dad and Chris Campbell are buds. If, if I didn't mention that on the air, I'd, <laughs> I'd get crap for it later. <laughs> you, somebody mentioned Chris Campbell and you didn't tell him that I golf with him? <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny story about Chris Campbell. Not the one you're thinking of, but the one who has the same name. It was up at Billy's Tipping In where there's another jam session going on. And, uh, and, and my uh, sax guy says, hey, there's Chris Campbell. No, that doesn't. That's that's not. That's it. Him, you know. It wasn't sure. <laughs> well, and I, I walked up to him and I says, "You're Chris Campbell." He says, "Yeah." And I shake his hand. I said, "Well, it's a pleasure to meet you." You know. And so he got up there and played guitar. And I said, "There's something all right." I, he seems too young. <laughs> but maybe. He's 18. You know, was, <laughs> you know. Oh, so I, I made a fool of myself. Uh, yeah, you Chris Campbell Jr. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. I uh, I kind of got embarrassed a little bit. <laughs> Great guitar player. Oh yeah, he is. So you guys didn't know each other before the formation of this band. You you just picked out kind of hand picture musicians for this. I did. Uh, 
it was it was you know the, the, everything come unraveled i mean the whole my whole plan the whole game plan that i had originally just died out it was completely different faded and out it, what what ended up happening was uh i took the guys who were closest to home ultimately because i had no place to rehearse and so mm-hmm. uh, uh cliff told me he said you know just bring the guys up through the jam session over a period several more weeks than i had anticipated we'll take a look at them together yeah and we'll make your decisions in front of people and so you know i, I dragged a, you know half a dozen people through the jam and the guys that came out were serious you know <laughs> and they did a really good job and so they just sort of all fell into place uh relatively easy in in spite of you know all the problems i had cool yeah my oh well, this is a stupid question. I was about to ask how long have you guys been playing together, but it sounds like just what, you know. Well, we uh, took uh, a year here, five right? months we took of, of rehearsing, maybe six. And then we had our debut on August 29th at New York, New York, and Chesterfield Township. Our first show we headlined, uh, WCSX uh, uh, was there. Um, they saw some things coming, you know, with a Seeger <laughs> tribute band that I. I couldn't have. You know, I, I was hopeful, but uh, uh, the bar and uh, CSX got together and gave us an opportunity to, to have our debut. And Dang, the, the anticipation, yeah, yeah, right off, the, right out of the box, we're we're like advertised <laughs> on the radio. And wow. I was having goosebumps. Uh, you know, I wasn't sleeping. I was listening <laughs> to the late night, you know, uh, radio to find out if if they were playing their ad way late at night, then I'd hear it and I'd get all geeked up and I couldn't sleep. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of dreamy. That's awesome. <laughs> You've been playing the drums a long time? Yeah. I, I, since I've been eight. Oh, wow. You know, some 30-some years. Uh, I've been in and out of basement bands, you know, some great bands that never got out of the basement. Never. Great bands. And then, uh, and then I put them away for a while and I started playing with myself and my favorite music, you know, uh, which was, you know, Marillion. I was into progressive rock uh, way, way back. But uh, I can remember one of the first records I ever got went those Columbia House records. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd tape a penny or a nickel or a dime yep. to yep. a you know, yeah. piece of paper and you'd mail it in and they'd send you records and, until you begged them to yeah, stop. Yeah, and then you'd disappear <laughs> for a while when they asked for the real bill. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Well, well, the first records were I got Tubes, Young and Rich. I got uh, uh, Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle. I got Night Moves, and uh, 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 Steve Miller, uh, Day of the uh, which what is it? Uh, Fly Like an Eagle, and Live Bullet. Bob Seger got oh, two Bob Seger. You know, yeah, so really early on, uh, I was you know a big Seeger fan. And uh, one of my earliest memories of, of hearing Bob's name, I, I, I'll never forget this for some reason. My Aunt Kathy was uh, babysitting us. Uh, I must have been you know, six, five or six. Anyway, uh, my parents went out for dinner, left me with uh, my mom's sister, my Aunt Kathy, and uh, she uh, waited for the parents to go away. And then she brought over some friends, and she left me with... She subcontracted the babysitting job is what happened. <laughs> and she went out to go see this guy named Bob Seeger at the bowling alley and took off on us and uh, left us with this strange girl to, to watch us, you know. <laughs> well, she went out to go watch Bob Seeger uh, play at, at a bowling alley in, in somewhere in Lansing. 
It's a gutsy move. It was a gutsy move. <laughs> they were all nervous about the stranger in the house. Yeah. At least it wasn't a guy. I guess. I guess yeah. Yes, I guess. that's true. <laughs> I guess she could have left you completely alone. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been her style. <laughs> tuck them in bed and go away quietly. They will never know where I'm gone. You know, really, most of the time, you'd be fine if you did <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it's the one time. <laughs> Years ago, Lickless and I used to have a... We used to have a baby, Lickless and I are cousins. Uh, we used to have a babysitter who lived down the street from him who used to, uh, she didn't ever leave, but as soon as our parents left, she would put us in Lickless's room. room and then she'd have mm-hmm. just killer parties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 20, 30 people in the house just smoking, yeah. drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, smoking, drinking, and then, you know. And then, you know, eventually she gets caught because it's like, you know. Because we recorded it. Yeah, we were. I had a tape recorder. <laughs> and we literally, like Mission Impossible style, set it out in the corner and recorded it. Because oh, she would wow. always deny it. And then I was like, I got this on tape. Yeah. And then she got fired and she yeah. was all mad. She Which like, our parents never just bought the fact that, you know, when they opened the door, it, it looked, smelled like. Yeah. Well, my like dad somebody smoked was back then. Though, so, I mean, <laughs> it was uh, easier to get away with things back then. Yeah, that's true. Everybody smoked in the house yeah. back then. But. <laughs> That's where I got my aunt Kathy. She actually exposed me to, to the first waft of marijuana. <laughs> I, said, I said, "What is that? You know, that smells yeah. different." Yeah, what is it? Oh, my my friend brought over some 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 exotic tobacco. Yeah, yeah, the wacky yeah. tobacco. I, oh, there. okay. It smells a lot better than a regular cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the smell? Honestly, it makes me nauseous. Yeah, I do like the smell. Ugh. I always have. I can't. Yeah. It like literally makes me want to vomit. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I don't does. know if it makes me want to vomit, but it it's, does. It's pretty it, gross. I feel like completely nauseous when I smell it. It's weird. Yeah, I always, always kind of like that smell. <laughs> I like the smell of it before it burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That. <laughs> um. Uh. I just thought you'd want to do this. Do you want to plug the uh, business, your uh, your business that you uh, sent over earlier? Oh, the sponsors. On air, take your uh, take some uh, take a minute to uh, plug that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, our sponsors page is really made up of uh, at tribute to Seeger dot com. Our 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 sponsors page is made up of people who have donated some of the things that we needed to get things rolling, or at least put off paying for them until we had some cash flow. Uh, Ramp Boss is my baby, and uh, that's a vehicle display system that's portable. It's all hand-operated, but it allows you to tilt and lean a car any way you want. So it's a, it's a really nice tool for car dealers, trade shows, and, and such. Um, Cyber Alley, uh, the website was designed uh, by John Notek, a uh, guy I met at church, and uh, helped me out with the Ramp Boss site. And, and when I told him I was going to put this, this uh, rock and roll band together, he was very interested in doing something helping me out so um, he's given me uh, the website <clears throat> with the understanding that I can pay him back over a long period of time just to get me going and and of course in the other other uh, service providers uh, uh, we got Carl Lundgren who's a renowned Detroit poster artist he goes back to mm-hmm. Bob's early days with uh, the herd um, he did some stuff uh, a lot of stuff for the Grandy Ballroom uh, back in its day uh, Image Quest Graphics—they've—they've they've helped me with some, uh, you know, the graphics for the for the drum head, uh, some other smaller things, and and we're gonna have banners and stuff eventually that that they'll be making. So, in exchange for the help that I needed, 
uh, I've given them some promotional consideration on the website, and hopefully it'll generate some business for them. Yeah. Very cool. Hope or at so. least, at least, you know, it it helps them give some exposure because we're getting some pretty good traffic on the website yeah. these days. And I hope it generates some business for them, and at least ties them over until we get to a point where we can really pay them the money we owe them. Cool. You guys have uh, you mentioned some of the uh, places you guys have played already. Um, a few more. You played uh, Uptown Grill. You played Prime <coughs> Event Center in Bay City. You played Cut Clutch Cargos, right? Um, anything else? Uh, what else you got lined up coming up? Oh, you can click on that too. <coughs> but we have uh, we have our first casino gig uh, scheduled up in Leland Off Sands. Uh, we're all excited about that one. That's a, that's cool. a good paying gig. It's, it's going to be a, a biker rally that's going to go several cities and it's going to end there. And they hired us to What's keep, a cool casino keep those there. guys. I've never been there. I've, I've looked at it on the website. but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> And <clears throat> they've got a, a big room. Um, also, we've got some festivals coming up. Uh, some One of them's uh, biker related. That's sort of on the verge of happening. Uh, we got a call today for a private party in Chicago on a Tuesday. Um, uh, what do we? What else we got coming? Uh, 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 we've got Bob Seger's birthday party May sixth. Very cool. Really? Yeah, we, we're throwing That's a party. Awesome. I I can't tell you he's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's okay. certainly going to be invited, and uh, boy, he'd he'd make a whole lot of people happy <clears throat> if he'd show up. <laughs> but I, I understand he's coming back from a cruise. I've heard some scuttlebutt about oh. uh, he will be driving past us in a sense uh, about that time uh, between six and nine o'clock at the Tanglewood uh, Golf and Country Club and in, uh, in South Lyon um, after that we're going to be at uh, on uh, the 22nd at Callahan's and uh, we're looking forward to that one that's a really nice room uh, great sound and we expect a pretty good turnout there too and then after that uh, Sumter Township uh, hired us for the festival they're expecting you know 40 50,000 people and uh, I hope we see that many people <laughs> <laughs> it would be a lot of fun so it's busy coming up we've got a busy busy May uh, we've got a, a couple things in June um, working but uh, you can check them out at tribute to we Very if cool. you sign up uh, if you go to this go to the website and, and click on uh, or put your email in the box and click on the silver bullet and we'll put you on the VIP list, and we'll send uh, we send out uh, uh, newsletters every month, month and a half. Kind of gives everybody updates and some perks. Get some Very tools. cool. Very cool. And again, we're going to put that link up on Grouty.com, and we'll try to keep uh, the, our listeners posted as to when the <coughs> events are coming Absolutely. up. To to uh, let them know. Real quick, we'll go. You know, just uh, want to list the band off one more time before we kind of move on to maybe a few other subjects that Todd's dying to talk about. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the other the other members were uh, Dan Warren as a keyboard player, Cliff Bearer on bass, Eric Cott on a saxophone and percussion, Kirk Nelson on a guitar, and he mentioned already Lonnie Fletcher lead vocals and acoustic guitar. Yeah. Oh man, Lonnie is a godsend. I tell you, he's he's got a lot all the energy. He's you know he's just he's really put a lot of time and effort into, you know, not being Seeger but being Seeger esque, and, mm -hmm. and it's just he's just a great voice, he's a great pure voice. And uh, 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 Kirk Nelson, uh, you know, he's an engineer at by you know trade, and uh, so he's real technical minded, and he's he's done he's done some uh, he works also with uh, Radio City, um, which is a 
a band that backs up a lot of tribute acts. So he's spending a lot of time, mm. you know, charting out tunes every note. You know, wow. so so you know he, that's the way he's approaching this too, and, uh, and and so you know we've we've got basically a a, a surrogate Drew Abbott, you know <laughs> uh, you know who's who's really taking a lot of time and attention to try to get all those notes uh, just like they were recorded, you know. So he's kind of built that way, and of course uh, Eric now has had two encounters with Alto Reed, so he's he's uh, you know he's really on. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to get as close to you know, accurate as, as he possibly can. And, uh, and Alto's playing this Friday at Alvin's. And, uh, so we're going to go take a look at the, at the band and see if we can pick up any other pointers for him <laughs> and, and, uh, spend a little time with the guys. That'd be fun. Very cool. What, uh, what else we got to talk about? Like, unless we're, uh... Actually, I was just thinking, <coughs> do you guys have, like, a specific playlist? Do you only play stuff from the 70s, or do you, is it, like, all-encompassing? Yeah, good question. Uh, we're, we're doing a live Bullet album. Oh, One of my first cool. albums. Uh, we're doing... Well, we're doing all but the last song, uh, uh, Let It Rock. That's Bob's... Uh, song and, and it keeps it down to one hour so we're doing everything from Nutbush to uh, uh, get out of Denver and uh, <laughs> I love when bands do that yeah play an album straight so down. we're doing that whole album <clears throat> and then we've got another hour and, and 15 minutes basically of uh, in the second set that we can split up if we have to but it starts off you know the roll me away and we do shake down and a lot of the big hits cool very cool very cool no it's that's a uh, that's exciting. Um, the FDA, in the most amazing segue ever. I was going to say, <laughs> we are no longer talking about Bob Seger. The FDA <laughs> mandated lower sodium levels. No, no, them, they're, they're talking. They're talking <clears throat> about it, yeah. Which means yeah, I've very them, soon. They've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah. And this has really been bothering me, too. <laughs> I love salt, and this bugs the crap out of me. This is a man that puts salt on pickles, so... This is a man who puts salt on bacon. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps the saltiest food item ever made. This is the man who puts salt packets in his mouth after lunch and calls it chew. <laughs> All right? There, there you go. It has been doing it for I, I'm guilty of all of those things. In fact... I've actually done all of those things today. today. And I'm not <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> You salted yeah. bacon today? Yeah, right before I left. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I stopped at Tim Hortons, grabbed, uh, <sighs> grabbed some free Wi-Fi and a BLT and ah. a couple of salt packets. And, uh, <laughs> You're off. Uh, one for the sandwich, here. one for the road. So yeah, some then, uh, free salt, free Wi-Fi. Two things uh, Tim will witness me do at lunch today with oh, the uh, salt and pickles and... Uh, the, uh, the chew. I actually do at least he two offers or three it. at once. Yeah, so. it, I know it's it's horrible. You but have a disorder. That's what that is. There's something perhaps, wrong but I should be allowed to have that disorder without the FDA uh, absolutely telling me that I eat too much salt. Yeah, <clears throat> you're gonna join the tea party too. I, I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah salt if, party. It's a new. Yeah, one. yeah it's, it's a new party. one. I, I'm wrong. gonna start salting my tea. <laughs> 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 but I, I should join the tea party. If they're against this, then I'm with them. <laughs> I think they're against it. He's a single issue voter. It's the salt thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This is... No, it yeah. goes totally along. And I mean, I know underneath there, I have the smoking ban starts May first, which Absolutely. I am. Adamantly against too, but it, to me, it's 
we've been talking about this for a year or two years now just because we knew the smoking ban was coming yep. and uh it was just that's the argument i always have with people it's like you don't like smoking whatever i can see you not liking smoking i think it's awesome but um <laughs> they it's you ban smoking what's next that's what we've been talking about for the last six months salt snacks can we smoke in here <laughs> according to me cigarette. oh yeah. yes those are excellent the electric, the electric those things are actually really? awesome can actually uh, it's water vapor, bro. It's water vapor. so weird looking. It's <laughs> so much better for you. It really is. <laughs> Have you heard the commercials? They're actually pretty awesome. They're like, I'm not telling you it's good for you, but <laughs> AKA, we don't really know what these do to you. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing is that they're not regulated. Oh, no, not at all. But they that taste me so like much them. better than they're... they're... They're pretty fantastic. I like it that they're not regulated, the, the actually. That is, makes me feel good about it. When, when I had I that, behind a product, I really loved good. it. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Jay Ray brought one over my apartment one night, and I, I absolutely loved the thing. But it didn't make me want to smoke cigarettes any less. It just made me want to do something else yeah, as well. It just wanted yeah. me to keep, do that as <laughs> well. well. Do the, do the uh, what do they call it, the, the, those little packets. Those the snus. Snooze, yeah, yeah. Do this, this what... little snooze and electric cigarette there, and <laughs> yeah, he I, I smokes was... a regular cigarette and a snooze pig and does a snooze at the same time. So. Yeah, or a cigar and snooze, or whatever. <laughs> salt in the other cheek. Yeah, or yeah, but I was yeah. snoozing and uh, electric cigaretting at the time, and uh, yeah, it was. I dug it. I mean, it was awesome. Well, drinking a pot of. Full strength coffee oh, yeah. and a glass of Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> With an 18 foot high bonfire. Yeah. Isn't that close to the house? It's five. <laughs> Two cigarettes. If my body's not completely stimulated and everything. This usually impresses man. the girls at the bar watches. Can you do the. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I will admit the first time I didn't realize that water vapor came out, it scared the crap out of me. Because I was inside and I was it's and on fire. I took the puff and I was like, oh. I was like, what the hell was that? And my brother, he's like, that's supposed to happen. I was like, all right. I <laughs> were you just I thinking thought... it was just you were going to suck on it and nothing was going to happen? Yeah, just, I thought it would light up. I mean, I, I saw him on TV and it lit up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whenever you suck on something, something always comes yeah, out. Good. Yeah, we're keeping it PG tonight, boys. No, sorry. <laughs> well, this is really good. It's a good flavor. It's got what? What flavor is that one? This is menthol. It's, it's cool. got okay. uh, twelve milligrams of nicotine. Yep. It's just, which is the highest that they have. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I like it because, you know, and I'm looking for a sponsorship from Smoke Fifty One. <laughs> if you're out there, Ooh. good to know. <clears throat> you know. Send us free product. We've, we've, we're going to be playing. In, we're going to be playing in, in places yeah, that yeah. Uh, you know won't allow smoking yeah. pretty oh, yeah. soon. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So what about yeah, bands are perfect? That's right. So electric cigarettes are going to be, I think, going to go. They're going to be exploding. And I think if the only people that are smoking are on stage, it's a Bob Seger tribute band. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I. It might work for us. I don't. Know. I like it. Mm-hmm. What, is there rules around that? Can you smoke like when you're on the stage? You can you're... smoke when you're on an airplane with these things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm really? I real cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Life is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the bathroom again. <laughs> Ooh, that was ball. beautiful. Wow, that was some that was nice sound effect. That was, that was awesome. cool. That was pretty good. I was wondering what we had a mic down there, the right? Yeah, that, that's, that's what it's from. Okay, There's cool. a mic on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> it's a good thing we mic the floor today, fellas. 
I actually heard on the radio this morning because uh, they were asking because the smoking ban started and they're like, "How are they going to enforce this?" It's like, it was, "Is there going to be a cop at every bar?" And basically, what they said it was, I'm, I, I was kind of half asleep when I was listening to this. So I you were driving I, now, right? I'm no, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it was they were talking to Granholm, asking her about oh, really? it, and uh, they Chief were Justice Granholm. Yeah, Chief Justice yeah. Granholm. Um, but uh, there, as there's, don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, but they were saying that what what are you going to do to st- to stop this? And they said basically, when if they catch someone smoking, they will ask them to stop smoking. And then if they don't stop smoking, they will call the cops. Yeah. It's like, that's awesome. That's a great use of, <laughs> of police officers. That's really good. 911. I got a or, smoker. Yes. Yeah. Or if Citizen's the, arrest. Or if the bar doesn't mind you smoking. No, that's the other they thing. They might just do it's nothing a, at it's all. It's called a smoke easy. They have those in California. Oh, this yeah. That's whenever you ban something, all you do is make that the black fix, market bigger. They'll That's fix all that, you do. Though. I mean, because there's, I know, I know bar owners. I'm not gonna out them on the you know internet, but I know <laughs> bar owners who are saying, "Screw this in my bar." Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, and come talk to me. I'll, I'll uh, talk to you off air, and you can you know, <laughs> get the to any listener. You know, give me a <laughs> to the shoot Michigan me an email at. Uh, Squirrel at grouty. Yeah, you have to tell us if you're a cop. <laughs> and uh, I'll let you know. But really, I mean, I do know of three yeah. off the top of my head in in this area. Oh who yeah. Are, who are saying, "Screw this! This is my bar. Yep. I will." When if cops come knocking on my door to arrest people or ticket people for smoking, I will tell them this is private property and to get out. What are they called haberdashers, uh, where you can buy tobacco. T- tobacco retail stores you can actually smoke there yes yeah yes. you can yep. well i just see a lot of bars opening up a smoke shop oh, yeah. in the back and there's, yeah but there's they're saying you can't do. there's uh i think i believe there's already things written into the law that oh, yeah. you cannot be connected to a building that sells alcohol oh, yeah. so you got to be one or the other basically i'm trying to Bummer. find loopholes for yeah something i'm trying to quit. oh yeah there's uh, i know a lot of places <laughs> a lot of places in the area are uh, they have they have you know, outside patios. Yeah. Right. And it's really vague in the law whether or not people are allowed to smoke on their patio. You better be allowed to. And That's even so, they're saying, hands. well, how far away do they have to go? You know, it's like our employees, the ones you're supposedly, you know, saving by passing this, they all want to smoke. How far away yeah. do they have to walk exactly. from the building on their break to smoke? You know, is it is it two feet, ten feet? You know, do they literally just have to, you know, like get in their car and right. <laughs> drive around the block or... You know, this it's so stupid anyway. My senior year of college, I went to Eastern. They banned smoking. I mean, you can smoke inside or anything, but they banned smoking 50 feet from every building, yeah. which <laughs> is like, okay, some buildings are, like, not 100 feet away, so, I'm like, you can't smoke anywhere. But none of us, <laughs> none of street. us, yeah, exactly. So none of us followed any of these. We're in the left turn lane. <laughs> they have to paint on an area. <laughs> yeah, we always said, we're like, are you going to paint a little like, uh, smoking box in the middle of the campus? I went, smoking area. I yeah. went to Madonna University, and same thing. They, they banned smoking, you know, it was 15 feet or 25 feet or something away from the from you know within the buildings not only did no one listen the powers that be at the school didn't even bother to take the ashtrays away oh Oh, no they were still right next to the (laughs) the the ashtrays were still right there that's cruel and everyone still just smoked i mean (laughs) i i don't think it slowed it down even one bit oh it didn't at all you know you'd you'd be there and 
You know, I mean, at first, you know, after a week or two, nobody even cared that like the rule never existed. But at first, you know, you'd be standing there smoking, and then you know, uh, a teacher would walk out, and you think, oh crap, you know, you, know, you still like, revert back to you know, they'd ask you for a to high school. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, Yo, a teacher that's... would walk out. You think they're gonna bust you, and they <laughs> they pull out their pack and light up. And... <laughs> I was gonna say one of go, my instructors. Ahead used to bum smokes off me all the time after this ball was passed yeah. I was like okay I'm not gonna stop this now yeah no I really well and at that point you're just really like, you know, like so, who's, what who is going to stupid you want somebody law. to come I mean, stop you at that point and who's gonna enforce it I, I also as well as Some these bar owners I know at least a dozen smoking seriously yeah. what's she going to do to all us fat kids smoking <laughs> She can call us assholes. Wow, that's new. <laughs> call the police. Yeah, I guess she could. Yes, she technically could. <laughs> no, well, uh, um, Brooks Patterson was on. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was on Jr. the other day. Oh, Brooks. And uh, Albert, LBK. Well, my first name LBP? is. I, I live in Oakland called. County, so I think I can I can leave off the L. <laughs> 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 well, you pay your taxes. Yeah, yeah. I voted for him. So that's, I call them rookies. We're on we're on middle we're on middle name basis. Call me L. Uh, L. Yo yo L. Uh, but he was because uh, he was being asked, you know, what about the health department? You know, the health department has to you know come in. Can't mm-hmm. they write you know citations? Can't they do something about it? And he said, he goes, hey the you know they he goes you know the health department department is supposed to inspect this he goes the health department checks restaurants twice a year you know he goes he goes and the people we who work in our health department trust me they work eight hours a day five days a week and are going from restaurant to restaurant constantly we don't have more manpower to send them to do Mm -hmm. extra smoke checks he goes and furthermore these people are health inspectors they're not deputized they they cannot write you a citation no more than you know, Nicholas can write you a citation. Right. You know, you know. He, Al Brooks Patterson said that on air too. He said no more than Nicholas from Groundy nice. Radio. <laughs> Rowdy shout out, right, Brookie? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I these the people who are supposed to enforce it are not officers of the law. They can't you know write you citation. They can't arrest you. They can't cuff you. You know, they right. can write a small report that they hope someone may sure, one day and, read. And if you <laughs> rip, and if you shit, rip right. it up in front of them, they don't. <clears throat> have handcuffs to no, yeah, slap exactly. on you and, and take you away are they gonna stop smoking in jail they did you already know, you were talking are you serious yeah they did already that's what? gonna cause some yeah because you know like yeah, let those guys smoke yeah, that currency electric cigarettes now. by smoke 51 if if, <laughs> if they are not uh if, if if they're not all if they're not all smoke free by now, then they're close. Yeah. Yeah, no most most of them are smoke free. I shouldn't say for sure that they are all right. smoke free, but most of them are smoke free now. Which that's crap. I mean, yeah. Why even do that? I mean, so, uh, these honestly, guys, these guys need to live longer. They need to smoke more. Yeah, they do. <laughs> do you, Plus, why wouldn't them. you want them to be smoking? Honestly, and really, you're in jail. If I'm in prison, I'm sorry. Oh, you can't smoke anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Put me in jail? Especially, especially if you're a lifer. You know? Oh, exactly. <laughs> if you're a lifetime you know, convict, they, smoke them if you got them. Exactly. <laughs> smoke extra ones and just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, aren't, some dough, when you you're know, sitting in that, keep in that trying to cell, escape, save the taxpayers some money. You're yeah. sitting in that cell just thinking. We should buy them cigarettes. Oh, God, I'm... Fantastic. I'm, 
So I'm, I'm up for laundry duty in a minute, and uh, then I'll, you know, oh, it's noon, I'll probably get sodomized soon. Yeah. So, uh, what, uh, these take seven minutes off your life? Yes, I exactly. probably do two at a time starting yeah. now. And, <laughs> yeah, I don't get, a, that is no, they, literally they, uh, get, they got those. Uh, They're watching him. The uh, it was for the uh, for the guards. They said you know it was dangerous for the guards because yeah. you know they're getting a secondhand smoke. Oh, and the and the, the danger of possibly getting shivved every twelve yeah. minutes yeah. isn't a danger either. Well, shivs don't cause cancer. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Unless you use a nicotine shiv. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you're gonna die on the floor. From the fine folks you're gonna have clean lungs. <laughs> the nicotine shivs. You're gonna die from. Loss of blood on the yeah. floor. At least you'll have clean lungs. Yeah, that is true. No, I, I, yeah, oh, I don't get that one. So well, ridiculous. and of course, at the time, it was, well, they're allowed to do this because, you know, prisoners, prisoners have no have, don't have right. rights anyway. They're, you know, they're in jail. So I guess they restaurant don't. patrons <laughs> do not have rights either. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. they. Or we don't either. Yeah, or <laughs> restaurant Owners who you know own private property and want I people know. to be able to smoke on Speaking it. Speaking of know. having rights, we should talk about Kwame Kilpatrick. We should talk. Nice well, se- I like segue. I like it. We should talk about Kwame Kilpatrick. Here on, Gro- here on Grody Radio, we can't let a good segue go by without stopping to acknowledge. <laughs> well, because it happens so rarely. Yeah. <laughs> and now the segue. Yeah, usually is the segues go something like. Is you. Uh, What's next, Lickle? I don't know. What's next, Goofy? Yep. I don't know. What's next, Artifact? <laughs> no, Kwame Kilpatrick Kil- was found Kil guilty Patrick. today for a probation hey, violation. Again? For not paying for, his restitution. Yes, for not paying his restitution, <laughs> which is a violation of yeah. his probation. And what are they going to do to him? I don't know. Sentencing's May 20th, so he's yes, got, a, we'll got another out. month. Do you know what they should do? They should put him on probation and order him to pay it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that worked that's probably awesome last That's probably time. what's going to happen. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. He's going to jail. Now, he'll probably go to jail for another three or four months or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's good for yep. him. Then that'll... He'll give, him this... more, give him more street cred for when he runs for re-election in a yep. few years. <laughs> I went to jail... <laughs> Three times. <laughs> I still run for mayor. I've been there. I'm a changed man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is Death Row Records campaigning for him next yes, time? You know what? Why not? Possibly. Why not? Right, cool. <laughs> oh, I still think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna come back and, and come back and win. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna beat Dave Bing. He's gonna get sixty eight percent of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone catch the Dateline Detroit on Friday? I did not. I missed it. It was, was really it was really good. I was I caught a, I got caught up in sixty minutes and missed a probably a better show. What happened? It was <laughs> That's awesome. Um uh it was basically uh Chris Hansen who's from Detroit. The to catch predator guy? Yeah. Is that dude who he's, he's aged. <laughs> he looks a little yeah. older, yeah. I think Chris that thing Hansen. probably aged him uh, Yeah, so that dude popped himself in yeah. God, it's probably got a little but uh stressful. he, he <laughs> came back here and just did the whole hour segment on Detroit and just went through basically I interviewed Dave Bing interviewed uh yeah. same Sam Riddle god yes. his interview is ridiculous um, <laughs> but didn't just talked to a bunch and went to different neighbors yeah. and stuff and um it was a really good show it just showed how really horrible it is and mm-hmm. it's the thing the the shocking parts is they did like all these helicopter overhead shots of the city and it's not oh, downtown yeah. cuz downtown the- looks fine but it's the wasteland. Oh my god! It's post-apocalyptic. It, it, yeah, 
Yeah. There's just miles and miles of nothing. Yep. Of burned down buildings. Yep. And it was just even living here and I I'm in Detroit all the time. It was still well, you know, completely yeah. shocking to we, me. We don't have the jetpacks yet, so we really can't yeah, get we that can't view. See <laughs> right I heard they're going to film the next uh, Mad Max here. Would not shock me. You know <laughs> what? Might as well. <laughs> escape from Detroit. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you don't even have to build Snake sets. Plissken, escape Detroit from rocks. Detroit. <laughs> exactly. No, the, and there are great areas in Detroit. And downtown Detroit's great. Oh, it's yeah, cool. The, Downtown's but, awesome. Yeah, there are some really bad areas in yep. Detroit. Where oh my god. I mean, everything is just, yeah. you know, more burnt down houses than standing ones. More, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, they just, it was so many of these. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Kid Rock was on it, too, and he was awesome. And he was just talking about, he's like, just how heartbreaking it is to see some of these Sweet. things. Sweet, is he going to fund millions, funnel millions of dollars <laughs> into the city to make it better? No? He was, oh. talk, he was talking about doing stuff, though. <laughs> okay. Don't give him shit. He was oh. cool. In <laughs> yeah. All right, you want to give someone shit, I can talk, we'll bring up Sam Riddle in a yeah, second. It's I'm more sorry, important for him to put gold plows on his trucks, <laughs> like he says in his song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he uh, he was actually just saying, he's like, you know what? He's like, you can actually, if you want to come down here, you can get a house for $1,500. He goes, It'll be the biggest piece of crap house you ever saw in your life. He goes, but you can actually buy a house in Detroit for fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> he goes, you can actually buy a decently nice one for six grand. He goes, but no one's gonna want to live in that neighborhood. <laughs> but no, um, right. no yeah. the the Kwame Kilpatrick, Sam Riddle, who is he, he was Monica Conyers, uh, was it uh, what do they call it? The someone who. Chief of Staff. She was technically spin Chief doctor? of Staff. Yes, basically her, her spin doctor. <laughs> yeah. He's being indicted. He actually just had a hung jury because he was tried in Detroit, so <laughs> he got off. But uh, he, when Chris Hansen brings up Kwame Kilpatrick, Sam Riddle goes, Kwame, my man. Oh, I was like, boy. oh, God, no wonder why people hate this city. <laughs> I'm like, when we have an, a, someone who is in a power position who tells us that the most corrupt mayor in the country <clears throat> is awesome. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's that's... like, man. He, and he, like, incriminates himself during this entire interview and basically just says, try to convict me. I'm not even kidding. Me and uh, I was watching today when we were like, what? <laughs> like you're not even hiding it. Like, you're like admitting to everything. Well, he is man. I mean, he's become famous recently. Yes. If if you are already not familiar with him before, he's become most famous recently for tweeting. Yes. Immediately after his, you know, you can you can follow Sam Riddle on Twitter and he will tell you, you know, off again, yo, or whatever yeah. he yeah. puts on on Twitter immediately after he walks out of court or Say something along these lines, <laughs> you know, much like Lickless was saying, just blatantly yeah, saying, just like, doesn't... you know, you know, next time use kryptonite. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, oh man! Oh, that was the thing he said. He goes, "I was a consultant." He goes, "Technically, on my business card, it said." whatever campaign coordinator i was a consultant i'm like okay <laughs> what, so that, that, what does that even mean that lie worked on your business card <laughs> yes, exactly. then. That's all, yeah i was lying yesterday i'm telling the truth today he's a big disappointment yeah oh absolutely own into some more uh he got voted in twice right yeah, Kwame did. Yes, yep. I'm oh, yeah. sure the did. second time I said, "Oh, you 
Detroiters. Ah, you deserve this. You deserve this. Yeah, you yeah, need to see it play out. And it, 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 it was against uh, Freeman Hendricks. Who? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was like a slam I mean, dunk. Yeah. Well, Freeman Hendricks was winning the election up till the day before. You know, yeah. in the polls. Which, uh, that, that's one corruption uh, yeah. thing that they, they actually never even talk about. I mean, at the time, that was like, uh, did he fix some of this? It's like, we already know Kwame's mom fixed her election. You know, this is this run in the family. She's fixed, too. Yeah. That, but, uh, I must pick some, up some things, for, pointers from George W. Bush. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just politicians in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's just like a book you get. Pretty much. Like, you can go path A through C, or A through E. You'd be like, if A's not working so well, keep using it, but then go to D. They won't see it coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the old thing they used to, I don't remember what president it was. I think it was Calvin Coolidge left, uh, you know, uh, put three letters in his desk for his uh, predecessor. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, when you run into a problem, open up the first letter. Or every time you run into a problem, you know, open up one of these letters. Uh-huh. You know, the f- they didn't wait. They just opened them up. The first letter said, "Blame me," as in blame blame the previous yeah. administration. Uh-huh. The That's second letter said, uh-huh. "Take the blame yourself." The third letter said, "Write three letters." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. You now, and it's. Uh, so but in Detroit, that's not the case. You no, can no. just continue. Obama's using that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, it's his I fault. I think he blamed Bush more than once, though. <laughs> well, you maybe, can. Maybe Bush deserved well, it. He but. deserves a lot more. <laughs> There's right. a lot wrong with America thanks to him. And it just, yeah. But. I don't know if it's being sent in the right direction yeah. now, though, either. They, they sure like they, yeah they normal. well that's what we talked about earlier they mm-hmm. sure like taking liberties away that's one oh, yeah. thing Obama and Bush had in common they just didn't yeah they just have yeah. although the Supreme Court just defended our rights to film pitbull fights and sell them on the internet yeah. oh thank God thank God that's cool it's protected under free speech apparently really okay. yeah how don't know huh. they tried so, to pass a law that said yeah. that uh, if you had these videos that it was animal cruelty and that was illegal. And the Supreme Court overturned overturned it. Hmm. Yeah, they gotta do something. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, We're so taking uh, all these liberties liberties away. We gotta stop this. Okay. Well, yeah. It's not like swearing on TV. It's free speech. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, soldier in Iraq said the F word. That's horrible. You can't die from secondhand pit bull viewing. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, you know, that's true. That doesn't cost an insurance company. Until they anything, find so. out that, you know, secondhand pit bull viewing is actually worse yes, than firsthand like pit bull viewing. <laughs> like secondhand smoke is now actually worse oh, yeah. than smoking. That's that's my favorite. Which one. is impressive. I I, wanna, <laughs> I have no idea. I wanna meet the scientist that proved that one. No, no, the guy who's sucking it into his it lungs. It would be a shrink. Yeah, the, yeah. The guy sucking it into his lungs, that's nowhere near as bad as the guy standing next to you. <laughs> The psychological toll on this man is going to be greater than the physical pain that this man... You see this picture of this black lung. Imagine what the lung of the person in the booth at the Coney Island next to you looks like. Speaking of weird-looking people, um, apparently Avatar is getting re-released in August. Thank God. It comes out on DVD on Thursday. Yes. Why is it getting re-released? It's like Spy Kids 3v2 or whatever. I thought I was done ignoring that movie. I can't. I haven't seen it, and I really want to see it on the big screen. You're You're going going to get get your your chance. chance. In August. (sighs) 
It's cool. What a relief. <laughs> I thought I missed the 3D, you know, super, what, what is it called? The IMAX yes. version of it. Yeah. I got to see it. I just have to. Yeah. It is cool. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. It's a cool Should movie. I see it in 3D or not? Oh, yeah. Yes, you have to see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. All right. So make sure you got enough money in your bank account because it's not That's what cheap. kept me away from it the first time. Bucks. I was hoping to find Matinee. a discount this time. Oh, weekend, really? Go to an Imagine Theater on the weekend before 5 p.m. They even discounted 3D? Yep. It's 5 bucks plus whatever the extra is. So oh, it's like 8 or $9 <laughs> tops. Because oh, I saw that. $30 for the pop and the popcorn. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But <laughs> right. I can so, And Imagine can sells refrain. beer. Imagine that's and Nobody. True. They've never paid us any money, but I want to plug them in. The one in Canton, Michigan also sells beer. Yeah, they do. And they could. Somewhere else. They sell beer and they have a no 13, 13 or under after 7 p.m. policy on R-rated movies, fantastic. which is awesome. That is very cool. Uh, real quick, Timmel's giving us the shut up sign, but uh, real oh, quick. Uh, you want to Cal- make that face. Colorado oh, Rockies uh. president, <laughs> Kelly McGregor. Oh, yeah. Found dead in a hotel room in Salt Lake City early this morning, or 9 a.m. Mm. this morning. Yep. Age 47. Yeah. My notes say 48. 48, but, I'm sorry. Okay, But, uh, you maybe. know, something like that. <laughs> Determine the cause of death. <laughs> you should apologize. Uh, they, uh, no, from, from what I know, there's no cause of death determined yet. Right? They said oh. natural causes. Okay. Natural that causes. is what they said. It's not a David Carradine <laughs> thing. Man. All right. okay. How old was he? 48. 48. Natural? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, it sounds, yeah. and what, that's what in the article I read, too, is uh, while the players, they said the players were, like, literally so beyond shocked. Because it sounds like this dude was pretty awesome actually and he's always uh there with them but they just said they're like he was literally in tip-top shape he's like he worked out just as much as we did he's like so did jim fix and look what happened to him no, it's yeah. true man it's died jogging yeah he's uh it's true i don't know these football players don't seem to have a uh, good lifespan i mean he's famous for being president but right lickless wrote threw me through some notes at me right as we went on he was a college tight end at colorado state oh, yeah. Drafted by the Broncos in '85, played for Denver, Indy, and Seattle. Yeah, oh. six foot seven, and I don't know, six foot seven, two seventy, two seventy pounds. But wow. uh, I don't know, these uh, football players, for whatever reason, the beating they take, I don't know, they just seem to. I think he probably had too much to salt in his diet. Yeah, that's Perhaps. what I was. I didn't even think about that. Perhaps. And I wonder if smoking's. He invented the. Oh, he invented he... the salted cigarette. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's what killed it. He died in Salt Lake City. Oh, that's salt why they're banning killed salt. Him. Oh, the water. It's the air. And oh, it all comes I, full circle. Man. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, when is salt water going to be illegal? Seriously. It should You should be. probably, it should be illegal to yeah. swim in the ocean. Oh, those those know, glaciers can't melt fast enough. No, I'm exactly. just telling you. And then secondhand salt water exposure? Uh, you can't. You, <laughs> you can't. wave your hand and yeah. touch it. The world is two-thirds salt water. You, yeah. you can't make that illegal. Well, imagine, mm-hmm. and I mean, by try. me chewing on salt. <laughs> you text the hell out of it. Imagine though. how many people. <laughs> Imagine how many people I'm hurting next to me. Sure. I mean, Timmel had to sit next to me today while hey, I okay? chewed on you salt. You feel a little dry? I mean, you get you some salt I think you sucked the moisture out of my mouth. Do we... <laughs> Are you making out? <laughs> like, no. So like any Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But that, that is a bummer. Awesome. I'm sure more will come out about this, about Kelly yes, McGregor. Or, yeah, it just I happened guess, or, I mean, so. You can't have a heart attack when you're 48. Oh, that's true. Happened to an aunt of Lickless, and I... Yeah, she's only like, two years older. Yeah, so. forty-nine. Yeah, so it's oh, totally yeah. possible. He had uh, four kids and a wife, though, and he was now he uh, been with the organization since uh, ninety-three, since the inception, since yeah. it first started. They had a World Series championship, didn't they? 
Uh, they made it to the World Series in 07, I believe, and they lost to oh. the Boston Red Sox. But, yeah, they went on that amazing streak where yeah. they won, like, 24 out of 25 games or something. That's it was fantastic. Ridiculous. It was, was actually really awesome. Good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, I wanted them to beat the Red Sox. So <laughs> you want everyone to beat I the want, Red Sox. Yeah, I want the Red Sox to you lose. You want teams that aren't in the league to show up and beat true, the Red Sox. I do. I want all the Japanese teams to beat them. Got any predictions yeah. about this year? Yeah. I think yeah, I think the Yankees are going to win. Again. I think the Tigers are going to win the division, and they're going to go to the World Series. All right, really, yeah, I like wow. that positivity. I like it. You we heard sh- it here first. We should bring you on the majors <clears throat> next week. Yeah, no kidding. We're just chock full of radio yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh like yeah, so many. It's like we got them coming night. out every orifice here. And Liklas gave me one more note, and I was just going to ignore it, but since I just have no idea what it even means, I'm just going to read it out loud. Say Jackabowitz. It does not say Jackabowitz, <laughs> but um, it does say that Christina Hendricks is the most beautiful oh, woman. Oh yes. What's that about? Can you bring her up on the screen so I can see her? I'll make the determination. So there was the big. It was just the thing I saw. It was it was Megan Fox isn't the most beautiful woman anymore. So I'm like, who the heck is she's pretty fox? I think she's awesome, but um, I think she'll be on the Fox News Channel in about five years. So I literally, uh, my first reaction to this Christina Hendricks girl was, I'm not even joking. She looks like she was Saffron in Firefly. Oh well, she is. She's kind of cute. She's weird looking. Her. Yep, okay. that is her. Here she is on yeah, Miley face- Cyrus is better. Here she is on Facebook. <laughs> and you're fitting Hannah so Montana well on here. Much, much better looking. She's also yeah. apparently on Mad Men. She yeah, she's Joan on Mad Men. Yeah. yeah, screw this tribute band thing. I mean, we just <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you just you know, we need to give you a ridiculous code name and <laughs> slap a loose fitting T-shirt on you. Or... Yes, indeed. Yeah. I think we can call Mad Max. I think that's the name that I'm going with. So. Same bad time, same bad. <laughs> Good deal. No, but she it was like. I don't know. Oh, she's cute. I think she's okay. She's no Megan. She reminds Fox, me of that so. girl that was sleeping with Jesse James. Oh, yeah. Without oh, the tattoos. Yeah, minus the tattoo. You know, without the, the Nazi? tattoos, I could see that. Yeah. The tattooed Nazi yeah. lover? <laughs> yeah. Psycho. The white power tattoos. Yeah, yes. I did see uh, Met, um, Metro Times showed a uh, good close-up picture of her white power tattoo. She's and insane. Oh, yeah. Tattoo. She's crazy. She's told everyone she knows basically for the last two years that she has a white power tattoo. Yeah. And... Then now, even though they are resurfacing pictures of her with the WP on yes. her uh, knees holding, you know, a Nazi flag, ah. she is saying, "No, that's not what it stands that's for." Not what it is. <laughs> that's Winnie the Pooh, white punk. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. I really love Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's time to wrap up. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Episode number one thirteen of the podcast is in the can. In the can. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to our guest, Todd Stoney. Yeah, and looking back, out. we're going to give you uh, lots of information about Absolutely. Uh, looking Stay back tuned. when they uh, will be around <laughs> in the area. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. Smoke them up. Smoke them if you got them. Even if they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> you only got till May 1st. <laughs>